So I didn't know well, that was a thing. Well, mine are big and I slouch. So, right. So I've been pressing them against your like, stomach, the bottom of the. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, that's real attractive now. <laughs> like <laughs> painting this gorgeous picture of my that along with so, your picture of you peeing in my backyard. You are a fucking vision. I'm hot. Yeah. I'm hot. Harry Styles, no, come for me. <laughs> totally. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Lainey Louie, talk show host and entertainment reporter. I'm also the editor of LaineyGossip.com, and oh I am a BTS yeah, fan. You are. I'm Sasha Tong. I am a producer at an entertainment show here in Canada. I'm also a fashion and beauty columnist on LaineyGossip.com. And, and I am not a big BTS fan. But this is What's Your Drama, where we gossip about you. wrote about it and it was two days ago and this is now gonna by the time this goes up it's gonna be four days but I really do want to express that I am a Harry Styles convert now after that Grammy performance my whole idea of him changed he's like how did you not see him that way before well I think what changed is that I know that he likes an older woman and I feel like now even though (laughs) I am not Olivia Wilde I feel like I have a chance and that makes it more interesting now. Yeah. And like Olivia isn't even his first older woman. Like, I mean, it's not like he just started dating older women with her. I mean, he's he's dated older women before. So it is a thing for him. But older, but I'm finding this again, attractive that he is dating someone with children. That's that's exciting. And then then you think about like the Nick Jonases who are also dating older women. I don't know. Like, this seems like a little bit of a trend, which is very refreshing to me, and it slightly turns me on. Right. No? Plus, he looks great. Oh, he looks... He has he's had a glow up because of her. Fuck. Like, I... I... He, that... Everything he was doing for his Grammys performance was lighting it up for, for not just us. For everybody. Like, I yeah. think that there was... There was like lubrication all over the place. Well, I even looked at Corey and I was like, would you like kind of like kind of want to dress like that? And I think in a weird way, the fact that he can like express himself with so much freedom is mm-hmm. it makes, I think, men envious too. Because Corey loves a costume. If Corey could dress up in costume all the time, he would do that. But he doesn't obviously have the balls to do that. Okay, so let me ask you this. I didn't know this about Corey that he likes dressing up. So, yeah. but I also know that you do like games. Like, what? I, I, <laughs> like you like playing games? No, You're I competitive. don't. No, I you don't. You are so competitive. I'm competitive. Can that's you why. Let me fit? No, I am competitive, <laughs> but that's the reason why I don't like playing games. Okay, can I just finish? Yes, yes, yes. If I organized a Zoom murder mystery night where everybody has to come in character. Do you know Ugh, what those are? Yeah, I know what those are. 
Don't you think Corey would be into it? Yes, he would be into it. He would say he wasn't, and then he'd come with the best weirdo, like, revolving costumes. Is that something right. that people are doing on Zoom now? I, yes. And I'm trying to organize one. Would you be in? Oh, so you've already put the invites out. You're asking me now. No, I have not put who the else invites you, out. Who else have you talked to about this? I've talked to Duanna, mm-hmm. Lorella, mm-hmm. and Fiona. Okay, how many people but are involved I in this? I only just got the package. There's so a package? Fig- yeah, it's a whole involved, like, game where oh, right. you read everyone the gets things. A- yeah, and everyone gets assigned a character, and then we show up, and we, like, are in character, and we all have to figure out who the murderer is. Yeah, I love that. I can do that. Okay, so I'm going do to Do you send us this. costumes, or we, obviously, we come up with No. Them. So what I would do is, once I fucking get my shit together, so it's going to be- probably be, like, two weeks from now. Oh, this is so that fun. everybody has a chance to gather. So I, but I need to get through the tutorial. It's like quite involved. So do we have to read um, scripts and stuff? I remember I did this like three decades ago with like friends at a birthday party. You don't have to read scripts necessarily, but you do get a character profile. So you have to behave according oh to your God. character. Oh my God, Duanna's so going to be so can. extra. I know. Oh, I the, only thing is that, the only thing is she might like actually uh, be so like It will be drama class. The rest of us will, <laughs> yes, be traumatized. But yeah, so I have to figure out what to do. Yeah. Like, because I just got the instruction How much was package. this thing? Just out of curiosity, because this could be interesting for people who are listening. It's, I think the box set that it comes in is maybe $80 or so. That's not cheap. Anyway, so, but it's, so anyway, I, as the host, because mm. it was kind of like, I fa- I learned about it and then I like, I'm throwing it out there. As the host, I am going to either assign people characters or I'm going to like send it all to everybody and you, like it's a free for all and everybody No, no, picks, no, no, you but, should assign. But I feel like assigning would be, because you know fucking Duanna, who's gonna like, and I know look me at too. The list, so and, and I don't want to fight. List and be like, I don't know, blah blah blah, <laughs> and ask a million questions. Whereas, like, I should just tell her what to do. Yes, do that. Um, but then I also have to give you guys enough lead time so you can secure and figure out whatever you have at home to make your costume or to like get a close approximation right. with whatever is at home. Oh, okay, right? yeah, I'm into that. I'm into that. So there's a winner. Okay. So I can win. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Can, why are we talking about? I wanted to talk about Harry Styles, but you've t- taken me on a murder mystery. We took because because okay, you were talking about whether or not Corey would I don't know dress like Harry. Styles. Well, now I'm over it. I now I'm not. I don't care. I now I'm interested in this murder mystery that I can't wait for us to do. Okay, good. <laughs> but let it okay. be known that Harry Styles now is I think probably like maybe my number two right now. Who's number one? I don't know. I leave that one open. That's flex. But these two. <laughs> So there's it's it's open right now. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure anybody that I'm like. Who was super... the last person to be number one? I mean, it's always been Josh Hartnett, but I will. That that's I, I feel like you that wow that's twenty years old now. Like he's that aged crush. he's aged really well. He's still really Has good. He? Yeah, I really like looked at him. Oh, recently he is a babe. Let he me is just not. Check. I know that Machine Gun Kelly is your number one at this current moment, which uh, makes me want to fuck fucking you, barf not everywhere. Not number one. All I said with our other friend the other day with you, socially distanced. Yes, outside. Outside is that I could see him being a good bang. Ugh, no. That's what I said, and she agreed. I did not say he was my number one. What the fuck? Who is your number okay, one? Let me see. 
oh, well, you don't care about this person right now. It's a Korean actor. Oh, okay. Well, there it's a revolving door for you. He's a Korean, but I think that he's a Korean actor that meets your type. Okay. Like snowboardy type. Oh. Yeah. Oh, please, please pass pictures along <laughs> after this podcast. <laughs> I, I My spot, my number one spot's open, so you never know. <laughs> um, okay. Do we want to talk about the time I peed in your yard? Um. Yeah. I mean, this was part of the socially distanced uh, hang that we did, and you have a very small bladder. But this is the reality of COVID, where even when you are allowed to see people, mm-hmm. you don't go inside, right? Yeah. And the problem is that when you can't go inside and you have to pee, where the fuck do you pee? For you, you peed in my backyard behind my bushes. Well, it's because I walked over. It takes 20 minutes to get to your place, 20, 25 minutes to get to your place, which I, the, I only walk to your place mm-hmm. and I walk home. So I, and you were like rushing me that day. I was trying to stay home longer so I could get the, all the water out of my system, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I know that's true. I was, I was telling you to like get here right away. But that's the thing. That's why I found our hangouts at Duana's backyard challenging because I, you're there, you're there to socialize and drink and consume liquids. But if, yeah, but the thing about Duanna is she did let us cause she has like a good basement bathroom downstairs. I have a bathroom. Sorry. I have a basement bathroom that I could in theory have let you in to, but I didn't. Sorry. You, you fucking piece of shit. I know. <laughs> cause I don't want it. You can just pee in my backyard. I'm not even like, I'm not opposed to that. Well, yeah, I had to fucking pee in your backyard behind your bushes. <laughs> I have picture evidence that I I wish I could post the good one of your butt, but you won't let me do that. So I'll, I'll post a picture of you and how you've disappeared behind. Like you were so sly that you were able to just hide directly behind a very narrow bush. So we will we will post that. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. Are we ready for questions? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Hey, Lini and Sasha, my little sister suggested I write in because I'm getting desperate and her just dump her advice is not as helpful as she seems to think. Here goes. My girlfriend keeps telling me I need to put some unnecessary boundaries in my relationship with my best friend, but I think she's being unfair. I met my best friend Devin when I was six. We're now 29 and we've been a crew of two ever since. We've never had a romantic relationship and there's no unrequited feelings on either side. We're truly just best friends. My girlfriend knows this, yet she still complains about how close we are. I met my girlfriend a little over two years ago. She is sweet and funny, and we have a great relationship when she doesn't let her jealousy get in the way. From pretty much the beginning of our relationship, me having a woman best friend has been an issue for her. She says she doesn't think men and women can just be friends as one always develops feelings. She also thinks that's doubly the case when both parties are, in her words, hot. I'm not an ugly guy and my best friend is indeed very attractive, but I genuinely do not have romantic feelings for her. My sister, her, my sister, best friend, and I have had numerous conversations with her explaining, wow, sorry, all of this is like all a community. Three of, all three of them have yeah. had a conversation. I'm not, sure if, I'm not sure if at the same time, but they've all spoken with the girlfriend. Okay explaining there's nothing nor has there ever been anything going on. I even explained to her that if, um, that if didn't happen in high school, 
Oh, I even explained to her that if it didn't happen in high school or college when we were both humping anything with a pulse, then it definitely wasn't happening now when we are both adults in committed relationships. Side note, Devin is engaged to someone. Devin is engaged to someone from our college friend group. It's been two years and my GF still acts weird when I go to Devin's to hang out or if we just do shit together and not invite her to join. Both Devin and I have actively tried to cut back on things we know irritate her, like our hugging, inside jokes, bi-weekly best friend dinners. It's now monthly. Devin even stopped using her key to let her into my let herself into my condo, even though we've had open access to each other's homes since we were teenagers. Yet my girlfriend still complains about our closeness. I love my girlfriend, but what she doesn't seem to realize is if she continues to push me to choose, I will and it won't be her. Ooh. Devin is my family and I absolutely won't be with or marry someone who puts me in a position where I have to give up my friendship with her. So my question is, what should I do? Do I just end the relationship or should I continue to try and hope she comes to finally accept that I love her and genuinely want us to work? Looking forward to your advice, JC. Um, okay, wait. So I just want to figure. Do I the PS. There's a PS. Um, oh, PS. <laughs> the sister here. Oh, here's the sister <laughs> chiming in. Love your pod. Thank you. I think he should dump her. (laughs) (laughs) Devin is our family. And although um, the girlfriend is nice enough, she has caused unnecessarily. uh, (laughs) Although the girlfriend is nice enough, she has caused unnecessary drama. Okay. Right. So what should we tell JC? Um, I love, sorry, I would really love more male questions. So if you are um, a male listening to this and are, like, like on the fence to write us in. Please just write us in because sometimes do love JC. So sometimes do drama is really good. I like how like straightforward it is too. Yeah. Okay, JC. So, um, so he's so do we? Okay. So here's the situation. JC and Devin have been friends since they were what two? Six? She said like two or something. I don't know. Very very like they've been they've been friends forever. Six. Okay, fine. JC and Devin met when they were six. Devin's a part of JC's family. Mm-hmm. The sister loves JC, whatever. And Devin is has been with, or no, wait, sorry. JC has been with his girlfriend for two years. Yes. And the girlfriend is super jealous of, of this relationship. Devin. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what's your take? Well, I mean, I, I mean, it's hard for me not to think about myself. Like I have, I'm just trying to think of my one, I have two really close guy friends, one of them whose name is Adam, and I am his best friend. And I like definitely vet all Adam's the- hot. I vet he's single if anybody wants to <laughs> fucking mingle. Slip into my emails and I can hook you up. Yeah. Anyway, um I like vet all his girlfriends. I am like I am not going anywhere either. And there is no sexual anything between the two of us, nor have there ever been. And you're hot. Okay, sure. But my point being, I think I, if they had banged before, if JC and Devin had had some prior Mm -hmm. sexual history, Mm -hmm. that would make, I I could maybe understand why Devin would be suspect and a little bit uncomfortable that this person has keys and is just like fucking rolling up into the apartment whenever. But I think that these, I, I believe JC, I think that they are absolutely family. They're friends and he is not going to, um, He's not going to jeopardize that for mm-hmm. a woman who can't handle that. And I agree. Mm-hmm. So I feel like – and I also am going to give JC the benefit of the doubt here because he seems like he has the patience 
to have explained this to Devin before and she's still not getting it. And the, the quality I love least in a human being is jealousy. And mm-hmm. that not that that starts to permeate in different ways. That becomes mm. control. That becomes like I don't, I don't know. I I don't like jealousy because it can unravel a relationship pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So for that, if we're just gonna like Cole's notes, this I would say, JC, your gut instinct along with your sister's is right. It's time to probably she's probably not the right one. Already, JC doesn't seem like he wants to throw it in yet. That's why his sister's been telling him this. Yeah, because but he's writing to us. Some dudes so like a little drums. Cues- some dudes like a little bit of drums. And I think he's one I, of those people who might like a little bit of drums. That's why fucking Devin's kicking around. But go on. Yeah, like, I'm not sure. I think, yes, the sister. Hello, we hear you. Like, you know, and that's Sash's take. I, I, I think that there are definitely warning signs here. For sure. I'm not going to say there aren't. I do want to just maybe give the girlfriend one last chance. She's had two I years. Actually, I actually understand where she's coming from, not just because maybe she's insecure and whatever, but I do think that there's been some cultural influence in here that's making her that way. Oh, like, do tell. I don't know what you mean by cultural. I think when you're in love mm. with people, I, I think we all know when you're in love, sometimes your brain doesn't work. (laughs) Yes. Right? That's the truth. Logic. And so I think that, yes, the girlfriend probably has a few insecurity issues for whatever reason. Who among us isn't insecure? Of course, yeah. And then on top of that, this best friends eventually falling in love thing is a rom-com trope. Okay. Yes. I see now where you're going. Okay. You know, there are so many books and movies Mm -hmm. and, you know, where we see it. Everybody else in the world sees these two best friends who don't see it in themselves until something happens and they do finally see it. And so even though logically JC has been like, Devin and I are just homies. Mm -hmm. Nothing has happened. She clearly, Devin's getting married, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to undo all the cultural conditioning. It's really, really hard. I don't. Um, I don't think so. I get where you're going, but it's not. You're either jealous. You're either like a wildly jealous person, or you're not, or you're somewhere in the middle. I would not be bothered. I am not bothered by Corey's close girlfriends, and Lord knows he's fucked all of them before. So like, and I, that doesn't bother me. In fact, I really like it when I see that he's friends with girls because I know. But good for you. Good for you that you, like, I'm. Well, then JC said fucking ring me up. I'm JC a jealous, needs. I'm a jealous person. I know you are. So, But you, JC should be with me, not with someone like you. But he's not. He loves her. If JC didn't love her, if he didn't say in writing, I love my girlfriend, <laughs> then I wouldn't care either. I would be like, JC. Yeah, I don't even know why you wasted all this energy. But he put all this energy you into can writing love, to us. You can love the wrong person for you. Yeah, but I just don't know if I want to throw it all out yet, Okay, is what I'm saying. Okay, I, I say there are some things to consider and some, uh, some actions to take. Otherwise, our show is going to be 10 minutes, Sasha. So, I mean, <laughs> listen, can we talk this out a little bit? <laughs> Okay, fine. Let's workshop this then. Go on. What are some things that he can make room for? I want to say that I like that JC 
has made some concessions. Like the key thing, I would be uncomfortable with the key thing. The key thing has got to go. Even me, I think that that has got okay. to go. Great. So you've conceded that the key thing isn't great. So over the last two years, the girlfriend has had to work her way past all. Can we just give the girlfriend a little give? Mm -hmm. So over the last two years, she's had to work her way through these hugs, the friendly physical touches. She's had to get past all of that. And JC has had to pull that back. She had to see it though. Okay. So now I'm talking about the conditioning from rom-coms and stories about the best friends, seeing your boyfriend hugging this beautiful girl, knowing that the beautiful girl has a key to the place. They have sleepovers, they have dinners, whatever. So I think that now that JC has curbed all that back, you have to wait, right? Like, that buildup in her needs time to recede. You can't snap your fingers and be like, okay, poof to your uh, insecurities and we're done. So that's number one. Like, let's give it some time to breathe. Okay. Thank you, Sasha. You just made my point about the key. Thank you. <laughs> um, I would also, if we're talking about like cultural, cultural um, conditioning and stories, you know, the the story that bounced out to me, because you know I love rom-coms and I'm all about all these kinds of stories, mm. is my best friend's wedding. I know, I was thinking that which too. Which is, mm -hmm. yep. right? Like, you know, Devin is Julia Roberts. JC's girlfriend is Cameron Diaz. But Julia Roberts and wasn't married or getting married at that point. But fine, sure, fine. But it's the closest one. I get it. And the guy ended up with Cameron Diaz. And I want JC to like sell himself as the like choosing Cameron Diaz. That's what you're doing. Maybe watch the movie together, JC. And <laughs> right. And at the end, be like, that's me. She's you. You're Cameron Diaz. This is what's going to happen. Although Devin isn't conniving like Julia Roberts was in the movie mm -hmm. and trying to get him. Totally. But my point is, is that like that can be a shift point where we can all see ourselves as Cameron Diaz instead of like the Julia Roberts. My only ask for JC would be, does he make Devin feel special? Does he make Devin feel like he... Devin's Devin the best friend. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> does JC make his girlfriend feel like his boo? Like, are they... Does he make her feel like secure? So he needs to ask those questions to himself. Um, like, is he like, too bad, so sad, girlfriend. You're just gonna have to put up with this shit. I wouldn't love that as um, the attitude coming back to me if I was the girlfriend. It sounds like it's the sister's attitude. Oh, oh, boop. You're gonna call out the sister? The sister's trying to protect her, her, um, brother, which I get. Yeah. And I trust yeah. my family members. If my sister told me that my boyfriend was whack and jealous, I would listen mm -hmm. to her. So, yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. I just sort of feel like I get where you're coming from. I get that you you are you are, you know, you're letting your jealous you're, you're like you're riding with your jealous girl girlfriend. I'm trying to, like, put ourselves in the girlfriend's headspace. I think that that looking at a situation from all angles is how to get like to move forward. I mean, every, everything that JC is like talking about Q and honors. No, I know. <laughs> I know that everything, I just feel like everything that JC and Devin have done, minus the keys to the apartment, has been pretty above board. So that's why I'm like, are you, JC, with someone who will always kind of create drama? Like, is Devin the only one, or does she not like it when you talk to any kind of female? 
Like, what is her whole MO when it comes to that? Like, those are the things that I kind of need to know. But I'm mm-hmm. still, but if if I'm judging this by face value, which is what I'm doing most of the time when we answer these questions is, yeah, like, do I think you should end it right now? No. Should you have a little time to breathe? Like you said, Lainey, yes. But I don't know. I'm not feeling like this one's going to pan out so great. I, I don't think. I don't know. Like, JC's dropping things like, if I'm going to marry this person, they have to be whatever. Yeah. So JC's clearly thought about it. Well, but I think JC's thinking, hey, if if this is a problem now, I don't want to be with someone who is jealous, who can't accept Devin into their lives. Yeah. And I'm what I'm saying is that, like, I get it and it's annoying. I think the, this point of view, along with the sister's point of view, is based on just who they are. Sometimes you have to step outside of that little circle and imagine what the experience might be like for the girlfriend. She meets this guy. She's super into him. His best friend is beautiful, who has a yeah, key to his but, apartment. But don't forget, don't forget, they've all sat fucking the girlfriend down and being like, hey, girlfriend, nothing is going on. You are in a safe environment. We are yes. just like basically all family. For sure. And that is like super extra and I get it. Like, and she's still not able to get past it. So I'm saying like on her last legs for sure. I'm just not, I I just don't see the right now let's cut it out because I wanted to give JC and his sister (laughs) another perspective in terms of how it might feel for this girl. His like over the last two years, what it might feel like it's, it's hard to, it's hard to just let go of, of an emotion that you've been carrying for a long time, Sasha. Like I know, not everybody is like you. I know, but and so, but but my point being, not you're right. Not I might be a little bit of an anomaly here, but I'm. We're also talking to two women who are involved in this like drama, which is the sister and Devin. They must know, like they're both women. They must know about this, you know, this um, uh, this kind of trope that you're talking about or this kind of like culture of Mm rom-com stuff they know it it's been fucking absorbed by osmosis through them so that it's not like they're like clueless they they must understand so much so that they all had to have a conversation to girlfriend to settle her fucking drums down so i don't know i'm even saying like i'm even thinking what (laughs) how out of control does it have to be that everyone has to have some intervention i'm saying that i think that this girl might be a little, just not well matched for the very easy breezy JC family dynamic. Yeah. So I'm not blaming the girlfriend. a possibility. Not blaming the girlfriend. I get, I get that she would have qualms over this. Mm-hmm. But is it a, a well matched situation? I'm going to say no. I'm, you know what? We'll see. I mean, these are good things to work out now if she's going to join their little crew, right? Totally. But 100%. I, I I deliberately said that join their little crew because this is a little crew here. Yeah. You know, to the point where the sister has to jump in and be like, yo, he should break up with her. Devin is our family. When I read that, now I'm trying to imagine what it's like for an outsider to come in and you've got JC, Devin, and the sister as a crew from time mm. and you're a newcomer and you see all this history the inside jokes, as JC said, that he's trying to stop, the hugging, the key, the family, the history. Like you're coming in and you're the girlfriend and you get invited, let's say for Thanksgiving dinner, Devin's there too. And everybody has a shorthand, including this beautiful girl who's the best friend. And you don't. Like it is, 
it's, it may not bother you and congratulations, everybody, the secure, the people out there, but it does bother some people. I and get that it bothers so, some people. And it, you're, and I don't know, now you're skewing it where you're like, this is like a gang of cool kids. Like you're basically painting it like we're, that's how it feels. I, I don't think that that's how they intend it to be, but I think, you know, if we were to step outside ourselves and see how other people view us, it may not be what intent what we're intending, but it doesn't change the fact that that's their lens. I mean, this goes back to what we were talking about before we pre-taped, how we are we come off, you and me come off as major assholes to, <laughs> to new people. There you go. Okay. So something to think about for JC yeah. and his sister. Do you guys foster like a dynamic where the girlfriend feels like the odd one out? I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say, no, I like these people for some reason. But if for some chance that, you know, you're right and you very much, you very well could be, that they create like this, like you are an outsider vibe to the girlfriend, then that yes, they should check themselves and alter their behavior. Yeah. Like at, at the same conversations where you're sitting the girlfriend down and you're saying, I'm not into him. I'm not into JC. Everything's fine. Are you actually modifying behavior in other ways, like embracing her? And making her part of the crew. I'd like more information on this. I would hope that they will write us because I want to win this argument. Great. JC, <laughs> uh, we look, can you please send us a sequel? No, please, JC. Yeah. Please, please, please. We need to know. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, all right. Next question. Hey there, Sasha. I'm kind of new to this and I'd prefer to be anonymous, but you can call me Midnight. Oh, I like that name. Mm. I like when people give themselves nicknames like Midnight. (laughs) All right, Midnight. I've been with my boyfriend for about four years and his brother just recently moved in with us to try and help his brother. Wait, what? So they've been together for four years and his brother just recently moved in with us to try and help his brother. So the brother moved in and they're… the reason why is to help the brother. Who? The one that just moved in? Correct. Or the one that they're dating? She's dating a man and the man's brother has moved in. They're trying to help the brother. Okay. I've lived with my boyfriend for a long while and we've previously had two very lazy and inconsiderate roommates. Unfortunately to say, my boyfriend's brother is exactly the same way. He's just 10 times worse. His brother constantly death glares me and says rude and hurtful things. He's constantly trying to tell me how I need to change my attitude and fix myself when he's doing nothing to keep his anger, attitude, and mental state in check. He's causing issues for my boyfriend, and as the days go on, they fight more and more. I'm lost and confused and don't know what to do. All I know is that my boyfriend's brother is an asshole, and he needs to get off his high horse. Please help me. Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, okay. A little thin on details. <laughs> A little thin. Yeah. Like, I was with this person, Midnight, sorry, I was I was with Midnight right up until the final sentence. Which was what? What should I do? 
All I know is that my boyfriend's brother is an asshole and he needs to get off his high horse. Right. Yeah. So, Midnight's boyfriend's brother has moved into the apartment and he is messy and um, gives her death stares and… And mean. And is mean. I mean, this is hard because I'm… I'm as you just said, this podcast would be really short because the answer I want to give is, can you <laughs> kick him out? Like, what's going on here? Um, I don't know why that's not an option. I do understand that, you know, finances are tough. We're in a pandemic. People don't have as many options as they would normally. But it's pretty fucking hardcore for someone to move into somebody's home and um, seemingly be aggressive mm-hmm. and unpleasant. Yeah. Um, have you ever, has, has that anything like this ever happened to you? Like, have you ever had like a boyfriend's, like a family member move in? Move in? No. Okay. I've never had a boyfriend's family member move in. Um, I guess what threw me off is that Midnight said that the brother moved in because her boyfriend was trying to help. Yes. And, and help is in quotes. So my mind immediately went to like mental health, yes. right? Like, but it sounds like maybe we should, it sounds like we should approach this as like help him out. Like he's short on cash okay. or he needs a place to stay and take the mental health out of it. Like I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, either way, you're still in a predicament. You still have to help that person. Yeah. Like, is it a, a is it a favor situation? Okay, got in it. In terms of the mm-hmm. word help? Yeah. Or is it a, like… Crisis help. Correct. Yeah. Right? And so that was… My initial read was, like, a crisis help, Mm -hmm. but it sounds like it's more of a favor help. Right. So let's let's go there. Okay. Sounds good. And if this turns out to be, like, a crisis thing, then it's a totally different ballgame. Totally. I hear you. I think. Yeah. And I guess that explains why she's calling him an asshole and he should get off his high horse. Right. Because here's a guy who's like… Oh, I just fucking need to crash somewhere for a little while, to, right? You know, and then isn't doing much, right? Okay, wow, this sucks. <laughs> it totally sucks. It totally <laughs> sucks. Um, I, I don't, I don't know why there are why the option here is not for the brother to get step in and find another place to live because he can't be finding this a joyous fucking occasion either. Like, if he clearly doesn't. I don't know. He clearly has his backup for midnight and Mm -hmm. is not enjoying this. So I would imagine the discomfort alone would get him to move out. But if he is tight on cash, if he is tight on resources, this might be his only option. I I don't know. What are you doing? You're you. you, I'm just like reading the three sentences. There's not not that many. Like as you said, there aren't that many details. But I'm just trying to see if midnight actually said to us. I have tried addressing this. No, she like, not. You know, I I wish I could know midnight. If 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 this is like a shitty roommate, then all roommates get to tell each other should be able to tell each other when another is slacking. Mm-hmm. So I I just want to know whether or not you've essentially said to your roommate, who happens to be your boyfriend's brother, "Hey, can you fucking I don't know." Stop leaving your jizz tissues around or, I don't know, make dinner once in a while, clean the fridge. Or how about this? I, I don't, don't know. Don't talk to me Whatever. that way. Stop fucking looking at me like yeah. that. Why are you looking at me like this? Like, you're making me uncomfortable. I think that part of it is, uh, can you articulate your frustration? 
Well, also, which is stuff that we've talked about in prior podcasts is why isn't your boyfriend saying anything? Like, why isn't your boyfriend saying, hey, bro, don't look and talk to my girlfriend that way? Like you're, I, I think if you, if you haven't had a conversation, if, if you don't feel like you have the confidence maybe to step in and be like, hey, brother, um, or boyfriend's brother, I, I, you're creating an environment that is like messing my vibe. I also don't like how you're kind of slinging attitude at me. Like we need to readjust this and find a happy medium. Okay. So if midnight wants to do that, go for it. If you haven't done that, you should do that. Uh, secondly, you should be telling your boyfriend to inter fucking vene now. Like boyfriend has to tell brother, uh, stop being a dick. Like, if you're going to be here, if we're all helping each other out, then you can't deflect bullshit to my girlfriend. Right? Like, those are the two things that have to be done. Two of those things, one of those things have to be done. Either Midnight speaks up for herself and, like, both. Midnight, you can, again, if you've described this as a roommate situation, which it is, Mm -hmm. and also, like, a somewhat relative, because that's your boyfriend, your boyfriend's brother, I don't know why you can't just be like, just, I I mean, you have no, like, you've given us no details here, so I'm not really sure why you can't just be like, fuck off, or I don't appreciate this, or whatever. I just like to know, you know, where the communication is. Has this guy been just allowed to run wild and hasn't been checked? Because here's the thing. Yes, he's a total asshole, and he's mean, but also, when we allow people to step all over us, they keep stepping all over us. So. Yeah, I, I want to know if if you've put a stop to it. Yeah, how about if she's done both of those things? <laughs> I, I if if she's done both of those things, um, then this is a situation where if, as she said, the more like mean this guy's being, the more it's affecting her boyfriend and his mental health and clearly her mental health, mm. then she has to prioritize herself. Yes, good, and she has to say. This is uh, destroying me. Yeah. I My happiness and healthiness is being affected, so he needs to go. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think there's and anything you, wrong with that. Yeah. It's not like the Definitely brother – It's not like the brother – She's making her brother choose. So don't think – Don't get that in your head that you're like making – No, you're choosing. Exactly. You're choosing you, as like corny as that sounds. But you're you're choosing. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Midnight, keep um, us good posted. Luck, if, midnight. Yeah, keep us posted. If you, if, if you, yeah, if you'd you, like to give us more details. Yeah, if you could you give know. us like one more sentence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. Dear Sasha and Lainey, the short version and obviously pseudonyms are throughout. Alexis, Amber, and Blake and I have been close friends since 2004. Alexis has been bad about being in touch with us, but I happen to find out that she's pregnant through a mutual friend who is not friends with Blake and Amber. Blake and Amber are already really sad and a little angry about Alexis being so unresponsive. And I think Alexis not telling them she's pregnant is going to break their relationship. I feel stuck in the middle. I asked Alexis to at least tell Blake, who'd been her maid of honor herself, and preferably Amber too. She hasn't gotten around to it yet and gets unresponsive when I poke her about it. She's due in April. 
I don't want Amber and Blake to feel hurt. I don't want Alexis to stop being friends with Blake and Amber. Ideally for me, Alexis would tell Blake and Amber before this baby comes and Amber, Blake, and I would road trip to meet Alexis's baby this summer in my fantasy world where the pandemic has subsided and we're all vaccinated. I can't control others' behavior or feelings though, so I suspect hurt feelings and unraveling relationships are going to continue. What should I do? The current situation... Alexis is pregnant and due in April. I suspect she struggled to get pregnant and that was a major source of stress for her over the last couple of years, in addition to several other known stressors like moving and buying a house. And I know for a fact that she's had a really rough pregnancy. I also suspect that stress is part of why she's been so uncommunicative. I had a socially distant outdoor hang with Blake and Amber the other day where they were talking about their sadness re Alexis not talking to them anymore. I fear their friendship is about to end. I'm feeling more stuck in the middle. The question, what's the least asshole thing for me to do in this situation? Do I tell Blake and Amber so they don't feel like I'm keeping secrets from them or colluding with Alexis to keep them out of the loop? Do I not tell them because it's not my news to share? I don't want Amber and Blake to feel hurt. I don't want Alexis to stop being friends with Blake and Amber. Um, ideally, is this a really, oh yeah, this is a little bit repetitive, but let's, figure this out again. Ideally for me, Alexis would tell Blake and Amber before the baby comes. Oh no, this is, this is a repeat of the uh, vaccination road trip. (laughs) Oh, um, okay. Okay. That there's all the details and we're hearing from America. Okay. So we've got America is the person writing to us. Alexis is the one who's pregnant. Blake and Amber are the ones who don't know that Alexis is pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. Um, sometimes I think like, I feel like I've been this friend where I'm trying to peacekeep and like, uh, juggle all the drama. And I hate that role because you end up being a fucking busybody for no fucking goddamn reason. And I know that America has good intentions, but there's busybody written all over this. It's like, I got to tell this person and do I fucking FedEx them this fucking contract? Is that like, I get it, but it's a little bit fucking, it's a little OTT at this point. And I feel like America is like going to have a nervous breakdown because she's thinking about all the different things that could unravel. And so I get that she's scrambling for a solution here. And while I know it is with good intention and good heart, I would back away from this fucking dumpster fire like I would just back away because it's it's not it's not America's place to tell Alexis's uh, like baby news. That's not a thing. And you can. And I think it's allowed in friendships to keep secrets from each other that are not supposed to be leaked out yet. Like, what is wrong with that? Not everyone needs to fucking know everyone's goddamn business. Yeah. Like and just because someone was your maid of honor, like who, a so? lot of things can change, right? Yeah. Like, I totally agree with you. I think, America, you're getting too wrapped up in this. Mm. Um, but America's going to say, yeah, but I hang out with Blake and Amber and they're talking about it all the time. So what should I say when they're talking about why Alexis isn't friends with them anymore? Uh, you just, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I guess Alexis is going through some stuff. Like, if you're so fucking curious, reach out to her. Well, why is that? Why has that not been an option? Why can't those two friends with all their hurt feelings reach out to Alexis? And if Alexis doesn't write write back or if she's not interested in like telling them the news, then she clearly does not want them to know. 
Yeah. I, I think that like, you know, if Alexis clearly doesn't want to talk about this, because you said that she's like avoiding it, yeah. and is unresponsive, is is the is the so can you first of all, can you just try talking to Alexis about other things? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That would that'd be great. So on that end, if Alexis doesn't even want to engage you about Blake and Amber, great. Then you don't have to have that kind of stress. You can just be friends with Alexis at face value and and care for each other like with your relationship and not worry about Blake and Amber. As for Blake and Amber, when you're hanging out with them and, you know, I, I, have, I have to say, have a new dream. Maybe you can road trip with Blake and Amber <laughs> to see some other friend. Totally. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I get it. And things, and, and we all have these idealized friendship dreams. Mm. Like, right now, uh, America is, is describing kind of, like, uh, you know, uh, again, I, I know I think I make things. Is this a rom-com again? Into a movie. Jesus. No, but it's girlfriends. Okay. It's girlfriends. Okay. Okay. Right? Like, every, you, we watch that movie. You watch that yes, movie, I'm course. sure. Where, like, four people go to, like, whatever, New Orleans. And we can all, that's a great dream. Isn't that a great dream? Yeah, it's a great dream. So I get that that's a fantasy. But I, I just don't think that, <laughs> I think that this fantasy has to either be put on hold or you need to rewrite it. I it's think, okay. I think America's scared when, sorry, Blake and Amanda say, America, did you fucking know Alexis was pregnant and didn't tell us? I think she's scared about that. She's, yeah. and, and I don't think America needs to be scared about that. Like, I hold mm -hmm. lots of secrets from friends. Like, I don't tell everybody everything. And then if, if anyone was to call me on that, I'd be like, A, that is not my place to say it. And B, I was told in secrecy. And because I'm a yeah. good friend, I don't fucking leak shit. Like, especially with the shit like a pregnancy, it is not your news to say. To well, anybody. it is kind of weird because Alexis is giving birth like tomorrow. So it's not like she's right. Her, she said the baby's coming in April. So she's like eight months pregnant, right? Is it March? Yeah. So April, yeah. It's not like, you know, we're in like that under three months where you have to keep things shut, like hush hush. But still, I think it still applies. You don't tell other people's secrets, you just don't. Well, I, there are secrets and then there's when someone's pregnant. It's just someone else's body. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the thing, yeah. right? So I know, I get it that um, Alexis is almost like almost there and she's had a difficult pregnancy and whatnot, but it's also like someone else's news, someone else's family. Totally. Like, so, so America, if Blake and Amber would hold that against you, that's a black mark on Blake and Amber. So- I just wouldn't stress about that. But again, to your original point, Sasha, stop stressing about all of totally. it. Totally. It's such a time waster. Are you, If you just take a beat and look at all the stress that you have compiled on yourself over this, you're, you're going to have to like take a little bit of a giggle because this is way too much. You're like way too involved and no one's actually even asked you to be this involved. You were just like, hey, I'm going to insert myself into this. Again, <laughs> I understand that it's all good intention, but- like, you just remove yourself from this. It's very easy yeah. to remove yourself from this. Stop talking about it. On, Stop thinking about it. Especially on the Alexis side. On the Alexis yeah. side, it shouldn't be – because Alexis is unresponsive and doesn't seem to want to talk about Blake and Amber, so that's great. As for Blake and Amber and all their questions and whatnot, like, you know, if you just don't want to talk, if you can't talk about Alexis. Just be like, I, I don't know why. I'm, I'm sorry. I feel bad. I don't know why. Yeah. You know? Maybe reach out. Write her a letter. Or just, whatever. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's, but I, I get the sense too that she's being, uh, she, 
sucked into those conversations and not exactly like it and then in, in a in a way enjoying being there. Oh yeah. Busybodies love yeah. being busybodies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um, I hope this helps. I'm I'm still I'm calling you a busybody with heart. I, I do. I think you are a very good friend trying to make everyone happy, but busybody nonetheless. Um, I think that's it, right? Yeah. I feel like we did a good job today, didn't we? Well, yeah. I, I think that we, we, we did try. a good job because we tried and we didn't piece like just be like, dumper, bye. But that's my <laughs> vibe. So I'm sorry. It's that's why you're part of this because you you try to elongate and, and make sense of things. Better. Not that I try to elongate, but I just no, but like you're, to like you, you know, we you like to massage. I know. You like to massage shit out. I don't. Okay, well, on that note, um, but I miss you though. I feel like I I saw you last week. Are you gonna tell me what were you doing? Yeah, I'm gonna come. What? What were you doing? You were just gonna show me. You were gonna tell me you had to poo, right? (laughs) No, I was lifting my tits. Oh, you must know because they're heavy. Because I don't know. You lift them for what purpose? Like. I don't because they're sticky. Because I'm not wearing a bra. Does anyone wear a bra these days? I don't. But home? I don't ever need to lift my tits up because I don't have oh, any. So okay. I didn't know well, that was a thing. Well, mine are big and I slouch. So, like, look at my body position. It's been like this, right? So I've been pressing them against your like, stomach, the bottom of the. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, that's real attractive now. <laughs> like <laughs> painting this gorgeous picture of myself. That along with so, your picture of you peeing in my backyard. You are a fucking vision. I'm hot. Yeah. I'm hot. Harry Styles I come for me. He's not totally. <laughs> that's what's so great. He probably would. He loves sticky tips. <laughs> okay. Um, well, keep okay, your questions well, coming to me at Sasha at ladygossip.com. And subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Please leave comments and reviews. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.